And it is our honor to be joined right now in studio by Rice County Sheriff Jesse Thomas. Good morning, Sheriff. How you doing? Good morning, Rich. Good morning, listeners. I am doing well. Thank you. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, yesterday, I get I get press releases a couple dozen a yep. day generally, right? Um, but yesterday, I got one from uh, from the county that um, really caught my eye. At uh, it was a it's a review of the fatal crashes that have happened so far in 2023 in Rice County. Um, it has not been the uh, the greatest year so far no. as, as far as traffic safety goes. Is it? We've had All a right. rough uh, rough year so far, and uh, unfortunately, we still have three months left. We yeah. have our holiday season, and yeah. we have our first, hopefully at some point in time, our first uh, major winter storm event. So. Uh, currently, we are at the nine fatal crashes with 11 fatalities. Um, not where we want to be. No. We had, you know, I'm working off the top of my head, we had four fatalities in 2022. Is that Correct. right? Yes. I mean, now, a, a couple of years ago, we had, I want to say we had 10, and that was a high water mark. Yep. Uh, but this is, uh, we're, we're, we're past that already. Yeah, and uh, um, our committee meets, and we review the crashes to see if, if there's some that we can change in the road design yeah. or, you know, what was the major cause of that crash. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones we've had on the interstate during the construction season, right. most of those are to be inattentive. So, I mean, I, I you know, I, I've, I've driven through that construction zone um, and it's, you know, there's a lot going on there, but it's not, I don't know, it doesn't appear to me to be different from any other construction zone that I've, I've driven through. The what ironic, what is it? The ironic this? thing is, most of those fatal crashes are all within a hundred foot stretch of the same road. What what's going on there? Is it the I, little Bermuda Triangle of Rice County? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's perfectly straight stretch. It's level. Yeah, um, I don't. So they they added the, the MinDOT met. Uh, we met with the state patrol, and they did add the rumble strips. They added signage. Um, I see now. The southbound lanes are both open yesterday. Okay. By Ferbo, and then uh, northbound on the the County Forty Eight interchange area is uh, down to one lane yet, but um, that'll open up. I'm assuming sometime here shortly, and then they'll start back up again next year because it is a two year project. It's a two year project. Yeah, that's always fun. Yep. So, um, and you know, they're 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 for a while we were having all kinds of issues on on Highway Nineteen earlier this year, but uh, it's I mean. <laughs> It shouldn't be um, rocket scientists to figure out how not to die while you're driving around, isn't it? Yeah, and, and unfortunately, the people that, I wouldn't say all of them, but most of the people that have passed have been the ones that weren't responsible for the crash. So Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, the charges yeah. coming down the yeah. pipe on that. And it just comes down to speed and inattentiveness, and you need to pay attention. And just because... I, I always think of like pedestrians and crosswalks. You know, we always, you know, if you're in a crosswalk, people are supposed to stop. Right. As a pedestrian, you should be thinking that is the law. But guess what? People might not see you because they're on their phone or they're looking at a street sign or they're looking at a squirrel across. The, I mean, right. who knows why or what reason? But you need to be paying attention and take care of yourself as well, too. Right. When my uh, when my daughters were getting their driver's licenses, and, and I, I was I was talking about, you know, I'm not worried about you as much as I'm worried about every other driver on the road. So I, that's the, the, the as, as important as anything, is just to be aware of your surroundings, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Just know what's going on. 
All right. Well, moving away into something far more uh, uh, positive, <laughs> although the, 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 there are those of us who uh, aren't all that happy that winter will eventually get here, we are less than three months away from Christmas, which means the uh, it's not too early to start thinking about the holiday season. And when we think about the holiday season, we think about the uh, the Red Kettle Program and the, yep. uh, the Salvation Army, which you are uh, deeply involved in, aren't you? Yeah, I've been involved with the Salvation Army. I was trying to figure that out the other day. It's probably at least 15 years now. Okay. And uh, I'm the co-chair on the board. So we have... Uh, that starts around Thanksgiving. Um, if you want to sign up, what I did since we'd had the the Battle of the Badges softball tournament in, or game in Faribault, yeah. Then I challenged Faribault and City of Northfield PD to uh, uh, a bell ringing Battle of the Badges, so the uh, people in the county can decide who they want to win because they can give more money on the days nice. that we're there or the day that Faribault Northfield's there. So um, the sheriff's office will be. At Cub Foods on December 1st, and then Northfield PD will be there on December 8th. Okay. 8th. And then in Faribault, we will be at Fairway Foods on December 8th, and Faribault PD will be there on December 1st. Okay. All right. So pick your favorite law enforcement team and then plan accordingly, folks. Save your, save your spare change and dollar bills, and <laughs> throw a 20 in there, we'll take it. Exactly. Now, before that, though... Coming up in a couple of weeks, you've got the uh, what just a really fun uh, 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 event that uh, I know a lot of people look forward to every year. Yeah, so our shop with the cop program. Yeah, uh, is December. Or excuse me, October eighteenth, and we do. Uh, we have twelve kids from the Northfield area and twelve kids from the Faribault area, and then once in a while we get a, a couple kids maybe from Morristown or mm-hmm. Lonsdale. And the kids are picked through uh, the social workers, either at the, the Northfield CAC or the Salvation Army. And they're paired up with a law enforcement officer. And I think this year we have $175 to spend on each kid. Awesome. Which sometimes, depending on the size of the kid's feet, and you have to buy them <laughs> boots because we always try and find right. them, uh, warm stuff. So it sometimes goes a little faster than we uh, like, but uh, that's our program and then we at we do shopping with them and then at the end we have a meal with them and talk about life or whatever they want to talk about sometimes it's about uh, their favorite sports or whatever right. it is whatever is 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 it too late for people to uh, to donate to that program so we have it in our, built into our budget but if somebody okay. would like to make a donation to it um they can contact me at the sheriff's office and we can make arrangements so sure. you know once in a while we'll have somebody will buy a say a target gift card because that's where we do it northfield and right. they'll be like i want to just here's an extra hundred dollars just use it towards the kids and you split it up and that's fantastic so yeah cool all right um god it's just not that far away as i mean it's just no it's, it's summer it's, went by fast yeah um, we had a a good flash of summer last weekend in the 90s, but uh, I'll take this weather today over that. I, I, I don't disagree with you about the about the 90s. I and we're we're talking off off here. I like fall very much, but I have to take it day by day because I don't like winter yeah. at all. So yeah. anyway, um, something else that happens every uh, year around this time of year is that uh, all the uh, the the, the uh, government authorities start their uh, budgeting process and and uh, tax levies come out. And I was uh, looking at the uh, the Rice County tax levy. And uh, there's more. There's there's money in the budget. More money in the budget for 24 
uh, for corrections officers and for the the the, the sheriff's department because uh, there's a uh, a new safety uh, center going to going to open up next year. Correct. Um, so you, how are you set right now with staffing, and where do where are you going to be at for next year? So currently, it's uh, we're a little short on the correction side of operations. Um, I did have one of our correctional officers. We had hired her on the patrol side, mm-hmm. so that was good. But uh, we did we've done interviews. We just interviewed like twelve people last oh, really? week, and a couple on Monday. Um, we did a couple conditional offers. We have two that are pending their psych evaluations here, and hopefully next week we can um, get those officially done mm-hmm. and get them onboarded. But I did have approved in July of this year to hire three additional for the new facility mm-hmm. because it does take time to hire people. Yep. And I haven't hired those those staff yet because I just can't get find people to work. Right. And it's interesting. Um, we start at twenty eight thirty five an hour and we top at thirty nine seventy seven. <laughs> takes nine years to get there. How, how do I apply? <laughs> I can't get people to work. I don't know. And Man. then next year in January. So far, the budget was approved for two additional correction officers and then one full-time programmer who does all the uh, programming for our detainees, so Mm -hmm. so whether that's education or Bible study or NAAA, whatever whatever needs to be done. And then a three-quarter time clerical position so that I can keep my correctional sergeants back in the secure area so they're not coming out of that area in doing all the clerical stuff that they're currently doing. Right. And then a receptionist. So when my, I have uh, three record staff who right now answer the window and all the phone calls that they get so that they'll be working on a report for court and then somebody will come to the window. So they're constantly getting pulled away from their duties. So this will alleviate that issue. Um, So yeah, those are the five positions for, and the two correctional officers are January 1st, but the other three are July 1st. Okay. So right. it's a half okay. year, but yeah, they're additional. And you said it takes nine months to get a uh, a correctional officer uh, re- ready to go. Is that what you said? <laughs> if I can find them. So, <laughs> so say you interview your first time. Then we, if we do an offer, then you'd have to do a background. Background's two to four weeks, depending on where they're from or what they his, work history. Mm-hmm. And then you have to do a psychological, a medical, and then they have to give a two-week notice. Then you onboard them, and then you have to train them. So depending on if they have any experience in corrections, it's anywhere from that 10 weeks to 16 weeks mm-hmm. of training, and then then they're going, good to go. With corrections, is there, I mean, the state requires for, for uh, I, I know, for patrol officers, law enforcement, that uh, you have a two-year degree. Is that, is that the same for, with corrections? No, our... Uh, Requirements are a uh, valid driver's license and either a GED or a high school education to get okay. your foot in the door. All right. Um, if you have any other experience in security or whatever, that gives you extra points. But that's all. That's the minimum. All right. And and your your the starting the starting wage is twenty eight thirty five, and then I'll go to twenty nine <laughs> in January. So wow. Okay. That's. I mean, that's a that's a good gig. Yeah, right there, and if yeah, you, yeah. you know, if you if you're twenty, say you're twenty five years old, and you put twenty five years in, you can retire and do something else. I mean, 
I, you know, I, I joke about this all the time. I'm all my buddies, all my friends that are law enforcement. I'm mad at every last one of you because you didn't call me when I was 20 years old and say, yeah. this is a great deal. You need to do this, Rich. Yeah. Well, whatever. Well, it's a rewarding job in law enforcement. And it's also um, good retirement. Yeah. You get there. I mean, it's that's your target, right? Right. Right. Well, yeah, so. exactly. So... Um, there are different ways though. You guys are going, uh, going about, um, recruiting, right? Yep. And one of them is you've got a scholarship program, don't you? So the Minnesota Sheriff's Association, um, has a scholarship program. It's a $2,000 scholarship and it's, uh, the deadline closes October 15th, I believe. Okay. And the, uh, requirements are you either being a, your post skills program, uh, the second year of a two year law enforcement program or the third year of a fourth year, uh, mm-hmm. program. Sure. So, and then you can pick those up either online or at our, our uh, records window at the sheriff's office. That, that could be a great thing. If you're, if you're in the, one of those two year programs, uh, if, you know, just, you're just starting up the, the second year right now and you're, you're looking at, you know, you're looking at school loans and all that yep. stuff. Put in your application, and uh, you guys could help out quite a bit. And then our Deputy Sheriff's Association has a uh, scholarship program as well. I believe that's $500, and that right. should be coming up here pretty quick as well. So That's that's great. Yeah. That's great. Folks, <laughs> all the young people out there, man, when I was a little kid, I wanted to be a cop. I wanted to be a police officer, and then people people talked me out of it. Don't talk to kids who want to be police officers out of being police officers. We yeah. need law enforcement. I, uh, when I went from the jail to patrol in 1997, yeah, I started at $14 and 47 cents an hour. Wow. Yeah. And that's, so you're paying more than double now Correct. than what you were making. That was, I was a patrol deputy at fourteen forty seven. So our correctional officers are, yeah. So, oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> there's good money out there, folks, and it's a good job. And it's, uh, you're, you're, that's, that's, that's one of those jobs too, where you're really giving back to the community as well. So, yeah, yeah, I feel good about it. And with that. the new facility opening up, um, the environment, the work environment will be a lot better for our staff. Mm-hmm. And the uh, detainees will have a lot more things to do other than bother my staff. So, <laughs> all you old timers are going to be uh, sitting around looking at the rookies going, going, you have no idea how good you have it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sheriff Thomas, is there anything else that uh, we should we should be discussing? Um, no, I think that's it. Just a reminder, uh, we have a lot of school buses out there and a lot of uh, farmers trying to get the crops out. So pay attention while you're driving and uh, be sh- sure to share the roadways. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sheriff Jesse Thomas, Rice County Sheriff, thank you for your time, sir. You bet. And, Take uh, care. Yeah. We will see you again next month.